7.39 at DWS, Dave Gentry and Judge David Bernthal with us this morning. Judge, how are you? Doing great. Good to be with you. Glad to have you with us. And, uh, boy, President Trump's been up to it again. He pulled, uh, pulled credentials from John Brennan. Now, you've seen uh, seen some things at the federal level over the years. What, what do you think is going to happen with the president here? Do we have too many people that have credentials, do you suppose? Or? Well, you know, one of the things when I first heard that article was why would somebody who's no longer in government service need a top-secret security clearance? That was my question. Whether it's Mr. Brennan or anybody yeah. else, and what does that really give them? What access does that give them as private citizens? Um, so I guess I don't understand why they have it in the first place. And I, I do understand that it's been a tradition, I guess, that, that people who have left service maintain that. But I don't sure. know for what purpose. And, and maybe it's so that they can be consulted or if they come back to government, they're up to speed. But, um, you know, I know now they're complaining that this is just the president uh, retaliating against people who criticize him, and and I'm uh, not saying there's not an element. There may of be that an there. element of that. I mean, because know, Brennan has been one of those. He's been very vocal against one the of president. the most outspoken, I believe, uh, uh, in that category. Anyway, yeah. of that level of of former service. What do you think is going to happen with President Trump and Robert Mueller at this point? His attacks seem to be getting more and more personal with this thing. yeah more strident more personal i mean it's gonna something will come to a conclusion at some point yeah um and i think until it does we'll probably see more of that from the president um, you know maybe the end of the line will be we've, we've here's our report we've indicted x y and z and we find no other criminal activity we uh, asked to be discharged from uh, from this uh, project and the special prosecutor's office closed down but i mean there'll be some resolution and i really don't think other than undermining perhaps or or at least rallying his supporters i don't think that the the words of the president are going to have much impact on mr Mueller and his folks and they will continue to do whatever they're doing and um, it'll, it'll be a, we there will be a point when they say we're done and Here's the result. I thought the president, after he'd been in office for a while, I know we went through some of the nuttiness, the first six, eight months, something like that. I thought at some point he's going to settle down and act a little more presidential and we won't see as many tweets and that kind of thing. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. Doesn't doesn't seem like it. And I heard you say earlier that, you know, everybody who's come into the White House has said we're going to try to cut down on the tweets. Yeah. Um, and that's not that's not going to work. I, I told my wife the other day, I'd like to go the other direction, have pay somebody to filter the news and just tell me things that actually happened. You know, treaties signed, treaties revoked, legislation enacted, and and spare me all the other noise from everybody, including including the president. But that's not going to happen. Either. It's true. You turn on any of these news channels, nine times out of ten, they're ripping on Trump about something. Oh, abs- They did absolutely. this or didn't do that. And after a while, I just get tired of Where's not, me out. Not that I don't get titillated, not that I don't get dragged into it sometimes, but there's yeah. times I'm just like, good grief, yeah. enough's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. Just, just tell me 
what's really news, and in my mind what's really news, is something that's official that happened. Not that, you know, you got the first lady on a campaign against cyberbullying and you, you got the president <laughs> in, some, doing in, the, just in the eyes of some, <laughs> you, you know, calling people dogs and, yeah. and political hacks. Uh, they might consider that cyberbullying. So well, who at, knows? At least we got through all the Omarosa stuff last week. They seemed to just... That seems to have temporarily on uh, gone off the radar. Let me ask you something local here. Judge Colin Bruce, and I, I know you don't want to say a lot about this, but he's kind of been put in the penalty box at this point, hasn't he? Well, you know, first of all, in the spirit of full disclosure, he's a, I consider him a, a friend and sure. valued colleague. That's, I think one could jump to that conclusion but I, I really don't think that what happened was necessarily uh, intended as a penalty, but just a precaution that, okay, this happened. You know, there was a series of uh, what I would call casual but unfortunate emails sent to uh, uh, somebody in the office of the U.S. Attorney. I think Who was a former colleague. Former, uh, yeah, paralegal. So okay. somebody with whom he had worked for years. Sure. Early in his career, and he's still going through the transition. I'm sure he'd be the first to say, you know, I shouldn't have sent those. I was venting to someone, but there was the trial going on, and that, that is, if, at the minimum, creates a appearance of impropriety. But I think they did that. Not to punish Judge Bruce, I, uh, just to, to let him step back and make sure everybody's satisfied that there's not a problem and I'm confident there, there isn't other than those emails. Um, but I don't know that it's, uh, for all I know, it was his idea in the first place to say, look, let's just let me step out of the criminal cases for now and then I'll, when it's all calmed down again, I'll take my cases back and we'll, we'll move forward. But I, I don't really think it was intended as a punishment, just as a precaution in case somebody else says, well, what did you say about this case or that case? And I don't think it's ever been his practice to be uh, sending out emails about yeah. cases other than, and, I, and I, my guess is from reading him and knowing him, he, he was venting about frustration with this particular case, which he would again be the first to acknowledge he, sh he shouldn't have done. I always vented to my chamber staff, and sure. you know it was part of their the, job to just let me get that out of my system <laughs> with them, and yeah. then nobody else had to be bothered. Gotcha. I was reading your most recent column in the Gazette. You were talking about the Illinois Supreme Court recognizes the risks associated in the process of heated exchanges in the courtroom, that kind of thing. And they adopted, in 2005, you tell us, the court adopted Supreme Court Rule 799, which established the Supreme Court Commission on Professionalism. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I learned a lot about it uh, when I decided to write about, you know, I first thought, I need to write something about civility. We, I just see a, a really uh, significant decline in civility whether it's at sports events or just driving down Prospect. Uh, uh, and then I thought, well, wait a minute, we've got this commission, so I got a hold of Mark Palmer, who's a lawyer from Champaign, but now working for the commission. He educated me. You know, they, they I would encourage anybody that's interested to go on their website, and frankly, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but 
it's easily found uh, through the Illinois Supreme Court. But they have educational programs. They certify. Um, there's, a, there's a mandatory component in our, uh, well, mandatory continuing education, but a certain number of hours have to be in this area of uh, civility, inclusion, professionalism. They certify those, and they, I think it's this week they had a, a for incoming uh, first-year law students, uh, they'll take a pledge, you know, right off the bat, first week of law school or before they even start class. And, you know, I think it's important because I've seen over the years a, a deterioration in the way you know, lawyers, some lawyers, act toward each other. It's not helpful. It adds, frankly, it adds cost to, to the clients because we fight over things that don't need to be fought yeah. over. Save your strength. And, and so I think it's really doing some good to just remind people that, that you know, there's a way to resolve disputes that doesn't involve personal animosity and and uh, behavior that just is is inappropriate. I I liked what you uh, said in there when you said the whole idea was designed to make it clear that members of our noble profession do not conduct themselves in a manner displayed by television lawyers and judges. Well, and I think that's yeah, and unfortunately. <laughs> When you see some of these shows, uh, the way they behave, and people don't have any connection with the courts, they'll think, well, that's, you know, all judges are rude like that, and they're smart alecks, and all lawyers are, are nasty to the litigants and to the court, and that's not the case. That is definitely not the case. All right. Judge David Bernthal. Judge, thanks for your time this morning. Always my pleasure. It.